Hello. Um, I was just driving home and I've been listening to a lot of Emma Chamberlain's podcasts recently. Like, literally every time I drive home, I listen to one of her podcasts. And I've noticed a lot of, like, the things, the themes that she discusses are to do with kind of, like, similar topics that I discuss. And a thought came to my head. And it was almost like I got the title before I got the content. So I'm not really sure how this is going to go. Also, I'm in my car again. I don't have a mic and cars are coming past frequently. So the audio is going to be terrible. I apologise. But the title of this podcast, which you've probably already seen, but I'm going to tell you this now because I haven't written it yet. Anyway, is um, why being honest with yourself feels uncomfortable or why you don't want to be honest with yourself and I feel like I am very qualified to talk about this because I've gone from two extremes sorry I'm gonna have to do the window up because it's actually really not gonna work otherwise um yeah I've gone from two extremes I've gone from being the person that thinks that showing any sign of vulnerability is an indicator of weakness to being very vulnerable and in touch with my emotions and like being of the mindset that I should just be honest and if my honesty is not appreciated or it is thrown back in my face then I did the most that I could do and there was nothing that I didn't say you know like you do you ever walk away from a situation or an argument or a conflict or a discussion it doesn't even have to be negative or and like you wish you said something and it's like running round and round and round in your head and you wish you'd said this one sentence or like one statement um I used to be super super close friends with this girl like years ago and I remember like our friendship kind of hit the rocks at one point and this was back when I enjoyed just like running away from people and I remember I wrote her like this whole big speech out about like how I was feeling and it was really honest and vulnerable and like it was kind of like a first for me to do that like to be so like honest about how I was feeling and how her actions were making me feel in a way like how instead of just being like I'm fine and then just running away because that's kind of what I always did before um because I couldn't just express myself normally and I remember we went somewhere and I was like prepared to read out like this whole speech and I just couldn't like bring myself to do it I just couldn't do it. Like, no part of me could open my mouth and say the words. I don't know why. Just the the thought of being honest and almost, like, critiquing someone and being, like, the way that you've been treating me isn't okay and, like, setting a boundary and, like, being, like, bitch, what the fuck? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I couldn't do it. And I think this kind of goes back... Like, I know I say everything goes back to childhood, but this just does go back to childhood because... I never really got, like, punished as a child because I was a child people pleaser. If you've seen my podcast about gifted child syndrome, you'll know what I'm talking about, where, like, as a child, you're, like, really smart or really talented in something. Mine was academics. So you don't really get told off because you're just, like, the good child. But then, like, any time that, like, a slight 
criticism comes your way it like shatters your whole self-image and so anyway just listen to that podcast I'm not going to rehash it now but anyway yeah so I didn't really learn to deal with conflict I didn't grow up in an aggressive household my mum's like literally never shouted at me once like she's very much like go you go sit and think about what you've done not like shout and scream so I kind of learned that conflict is very passive and very like I guess the word autonomous is coming to my mind. Like, it's, like, a means to an end. It doesn't have to be, like, this big explosion that I think a lot of other people experience. And this, I think, is the reason why I, in that situation and many other situations throughout my life, couldn't dictate myself the way that I wanted to. So, like, I couldn't read out that thing that I'd written down because I was just, like, ooh, cringe it's not cringe it's just like at the time like I didn't have the emotional maturity to be able to speak those words without like wanting the ground to swallow me whole one because I think I was worried about what she would think because I wasn't used to calling people out like like I said before I was very much like if I see traits in someone that I don't like I would just stop being friends with them and just like leave them and this is also very not fair because then people that you think are like your best friends are like what the fuck are you doing like you can't just ditch us and I'm like yes I can I don't know it's kind of like a bad one but also it means that I've never like it didn't have to deal with that like confrontation or the conversation where you actually like deal with it and you learn from it and also I think the fact that Like, I've always really struggled with communication, if that makes sense. Like, communication is something that, yeah, like, I'm pretty good at it now. But obviously, that's through, like, active effort. And I feel like, personally, going through, like, these situations that everyone goes through in their lives where they have arguments and then they come out of it the other side and they whatever is, like... There's two ways that, like, you can go about it, I feel, is that you can have the honest conversation and, like, you can can address the root of the issue, which I think is rarer, or you can do... Sorry, I feel like I've just talked about myself for the last, like, five minutes, but I just wanted to give it from, like, my perspective of the way that I've experienced this growing up, because obviously I know a lot of other people experience it differently, which is what I'll be going into in a second, but I feel like I have the most knowledge about my side of it. I just don't want to come off like self-centered or anything but anyway um yeah so you can either be honest and be vulnerable and blah, blah 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 which is obviously disgusting and gross and everyone hates that or you can do either my approach which is to just run away and not discuss it or I think what a lot of other people do is they get defensive um I know quite a few people that are super aggressive in their confrontation and I mean, I personally see anger as fear, like, dressed up. Kind of like, imagine a porcupine. You know, like, when porcupines are scared, they go spiky. That's just, like, fear masters anger. Like, the anger is just a way to, like, make it seem like you're not scared. Because, again, being scared is a sign of vulnerability to our brain. And in a confrontation the last thing that you want is to look vulnerable or to be vulnerable not that because that's right but because that's like scientifically what our brains teach us is that we have to win at all costs and looking vulnerable isn't a sign of winning 
Now, there's also another side of this. And I had, um, I had like a dynamic in a friendship that really painted the picture of this sort of like dynamic of the anger and the sadness really well. So I had this, I had one person who was like the super angry and then one that was the super like sympathy and like, you know, those people when you try and confront them about something or you try and um, like talk to them about something and they just self-deprecate, they sit there and, do you know, I was having a chat with my mate Joe the other day and listened to his music on Spotify, by the way, at Hammy, um, and he was saying, I think he sent me a TikTok or something, and it was basically like, um, have you ever been in a situation where you've had to call someone out for their behaviour, and they just sit there and do the, well, I'm the worst person in the world, it would be better if I wasn't here, you obviously hate me, you never want anything to do with me, and then they just cry, and then you end up comforting them because of how they've treated you, because they just feel the worst about it, and they they are completely self-deprecating. And I also kind of see this as an avoidance of, like, conflict, because in my books, I know this is probably just because I've had different socialization to people that have this mindset, but in my books, if you are sitting there and crying and just saying you're the worst person in the world and that everyone hates you and that like no like you can't do anything right even though I've said all of those things I just want to point out that I've said all of those things before but when it's like every time that someone's trying to call you out for something you've done and your default is to just cry and just turn the tears on it kind of like wears thin really quick and like don't get me wrong, if it's, like, a genuine insecurity, I'm kind of speaking for myself here, like, I genuinely have, like, a real insecurity about, like, my personality, and, like, if someone says that I treated them a certain way, like, I get real sad about it, because I think that I'm, like, the worst person on the planet, so I empathise with that one completely, but I also will try and find, like, an active solution to make things better and to not repeat the behaviour. I think there's nothing wrong with doing that, but when that's your, like, default method and when it's, like, every time that someone's upset with you, you just bull your eyes out and you can't take accountability because you just sit there and cry about it. That's not doing anything. Like, it's okay to feel like that and to, to have those emotions and cry and whatever as long as you actively choose to not do it again. Because there's nothing worse than someone's come to you with an issue. Or say you've gone to someone and you're upset about something, you're hurt about something and you end up comforting them. Like, that is the worst feeling. And you also walk of that feeling every time, like, a mug. Like, you just walk out thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, I've come to you with something that you've done wrong and you've now switched it and made it about you. You know, it's like that power balance in the conversation. And I think, like, that is another way that people kind of, like, refuse to be honest with themselves or kind of deflect like taking a hard look at themselves because they just revert back I kind of feel like everyone in life has like there's like three I think there's actually four like scientifically or like psychologically it's like 
fawn and fucking i don't know like it's like fight or flight and then like fawn and something else and i've explained three and i don't know what the other one is but there's another one and the fight is like the angry the flight is what i do which is run away the fawn is when they just cry about it oh and then there's freeze i think which is where they just i'm also a bit of freeze which is where they just don't know what to say they don't know what to do they get overwhelmed um i can't really think of anything like explaining that off the top of my head right now but basically all of these are fucking terrible and doing all of them is not beneficial for your relationships however i do understand that these are literally like ingrained into our brain and we actually don't have control over it well we do have control over it but like it's it's like an automatic response that our brain sends us into so Someone with the fawn response who's like, I'm the most terrible person on the planet and everyone hates me and I can't do anything right and you need to comfort me right now because... Like, yes, it's fucking jarring and it's, like, really irritating and it's like, please stop doing that and just take accountability. But also, that's because of their, like, past experiences or their predisposition or whatever you believe it to be, nature versus nurture. Um, So, I think the, the thing is, is with, like being honest with yourself and being vulnerable with yourself i mean i can say this very easily from the flight side of it is that i found it as a person that really struggled with communication i found it really hard to sorry i feel like i'm like running out of voice bear with me oh i think i'm gonna okay sorry i thought i was gonna hiccup yeah so i really struggled with I'm going to take a sip of my Diet Coke. Apologies. Lovely. Sorry. I feel better now. Yeah, so I always really struggle to communicate my emotions and my feelings. Especially if I was upset with someone, I'd just be like, I'm fine. Um, And I think the thing that helped me the most was actually, like, writing everything down about how I felt and then, like, texting it to them. And I know people say that that's really avoidant. But the thing is, is with like an avoidant attachment style, it's like the baby steps. Like I can now comfortably stand in front of someone and tell them what they've done to hurt me without running away or breaking off a relationship. But that doesn't mean that that was like a direct, like I went from one to the other. Like I had to take the baby steps in between to get to where I am today. And it's kind of the same thing. So like for me... Other people might think, like, sending those text messages is, like, a pussy move or is, like, a bitch move. But it's, for me, that was a way of me being able to communicate myself when I didn't know how. It was, like, they st- I still got my feelings across and I still got to set a boundary and I still got to say my bit. But it kind of took the pressure off of, like, having to watch their reaction and see their face change as I said it to them in person. And also I'm Gen Z, so <laughs> everything's done over the phone these days. Um, and also, so I think a big step that I would like say to people, if you are struggling with being honest with yourself is write things down. I think this could go for any of them, especially if you're, if you're prone to getting angry or you're prone to just crying. Actually, I would kind of give some different advice for those two. So I don't get super emotional until afterwards in the moment i'm very level-headed so writing things down for me works really well because i'm very very logical in my thinking like during a discussion or a disagreement or an argument um 
apart from the fact that sometimes my brain's a bit like, Bleh, but I would never be like, I hate you, or like, I've never, like, even when I was a teenager, I don't think I ever told my mum I hated her, like, I'm very not like that, I don't really say things I don't mean, but that's just my personality, and I know that a lot of people really struggle with saying things they don't mean, so I guess if you are like the the fawn or the f- fight types, which are I guess like the more highly emotional types of response i i it's kind of difficult to speak like outside of my own perspective but having friends that are in that mindset i know that what works for them is taking time away from the situation to like diffuse and calm down because when you're in an emotionally reactive situation and state your mind and your body is going to go to its default settings and if that's telling people things that you know are going to hurt them because you feel threatened, you're going to do that. If that means crying like a baby because that's the only way that you know how to get yourself out of a situation that you feel threatened in. Like, think about it. What do babies do when they feel threatened? They cry. It's the same thing. Like, it's literally childhood trauma. It's what we know. It's like the inner child coming out. My inner child was to run away. Theirs is to cry. You know, it's like that kind of different thing. So, and then I don't know what the other one is. What was the other one? Freeze. I'm kind of going to just leave that, forget about that one for a minute. That one's irrelevant for right now. So for the emotionally reactive ones, I would really say, like, calm down. And I read somewhere, don't quote me on this, but it takes the body seven hours to get back to base levels of everything after, like, an emotional outburst. So whether that's, like, anger, whether that's crying... It takes your body seven hours to get back to like its base state, like I guess homeostasis or whatever. Um, oh my god, did anyone hear that? I'm so sorry, and I can't be bothered to edit this. I don't that like I'm not sure what that noise was, so apologies. Um, but yeah, I think with those emotional types of personality, it's really not ideal to have those discussions when you feel those feelings because either you're going to say something you don't mean or you're going to either way whatever you do you're not taking responsibility because when you feel threatened or when you feel sad or when you feel angry the last thing that you're able to do is take accountability for what you've done especially if you are in the wrong And it's kind of blatantly obvious that you're in the wrong, but because you're not used to being honest with yourself and taking accountability for your actions, you can't really like, that's not going to be your first response is to take accountability or to like go, "Hmm, yeah, maybe I was in the wrong. Because think about it, like our brains are going to do anything in their power to tell us that we are right. They're going to justify their behaviour in any way, any way possible, just to make you feel less shitty about what you've done. Because Heinz, like, the the reality is, is you probably do already feel a bit shit subconsciously, but you don't want to come to the terms, like, you don't want to come to terms with that. You don't want to, like, you don't want to acknowledge that because you're already in this worked up emotional state where you're angry or you're sad or you're whatever you're feeling all these emotions and when you're feeling all these emotions kind of like emotions are like 
so imagine you've got like the spiritual you which is like able to look outside of yourself so the you that is when you meditate and is able to be like I am the observer and anything that happens to me is a lesson and blah 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 blah. emotions are like a big fat curtain that sit on top of spiritual you when they come out and spiritual you just like goes to bed for a minute and is like and the that's the rational you and then the irrational you which kind of relies on like basic instincts and like human nature and like the nitty-gritty of it you know that side comes out the id if we're looking at like psychology comes out and it's just like well i'm right and you're wrong you know like that's just the way it is and that's why when if you're like a super emotionally reactive person it's really important to not speak out of that immature child voice and wait for the like emotional curtain sorry this is a really weird metaphor but I hope it's making sense wait for that emotional curtain to like come down so that you can speak from that higher self again because when you're speaking from that place of higher awareness and higher acknowledgement you're able to look outside of yourself and think objectively about the situation was there something that I could have done better and the thing is is when you're when you're honest with yourself and when you sorry I can tell this is podcast is going to end in a minute when you're honest with yourself and when you're able to reflect and be like oh yeah I can understand that you would feel that way about that that's that's completely valid like I can I can empathize and I can see why you would feel that way about that behavior from me you can kind of be like because everyone wins like you win because you've taken a step in self-growth and you've been like I can take accountability for my actions the person that has addressed the issue with you wins because they feel (laughs) sorry me and my friends like joke about like feeling seen and heard but they like it's really important like you that friend then feels seen and heard because you've listened to them and then it hasn't become this like fight to to be right like that's one thing that I hate about arguments is where you always feel like you have to fight to be right and that is your ego trying to make you win when it's not it's not that like that's not what it should be and if you can't like I think the thing is with being honest with yourself especially if you're being like in the midst of something that is highly reactive and highly emotional is that threshold becomes like a lot higher it becomes a lot harder to do that so if you are able to like take the time out of that situation and either say can we come back to this tomorrow when I feel a bit more level-headed or like upon reflection I feel like this or whatever even if it takes you a week to go back and be like look either I shouldn't have said that or I shouldn't have done this or the way I behaved wasn't whatever that's so much more of a person than someone who has a, a constant excuse for everything because at the end of the day being honest with yourself isn't nice it doesn't feel nice to admit that you hurt other people like no one wants to think that they've hurt other people you know it's not nice to have those thoughts and those feelings and it takes a higher caliber of person to be able to deal with that 
that it is harder to sit there and acknowledge that you fucked up and take accountability, not because you've been caught, but because of your own back. Like, to, to sit there and take accountability because you've been caught out doing something is not hard. Like, if you've cheated on someone and you've been caught cheating on someone and you're like, oh, I feel really bad and I'm really sorry. and mm, It's like, of course you are because you've been caught. But taking accountability off of your own back and out of your own time and coming to those conclusions by yourself is is a much harder thing to do. And f- from my perspective anyway, like, gardens a lot more respect because it is such a hard thing to do. And being sort of that level of honest with yourself and, like, being that in touch with yourself to understand that also being like vulnerable to know that like yes you fucked up and you made a mistake but coming to that realization means like I've I've had this before with friends in the past where no matter how many times you try and tell them that what they're doing is upsetting you they like don't want to hear it or they'll be like stop bringing up the same issue and then when they do it again and you call them out they're like why do you keep bringing this up and it's like well because the fact that you're refusing to acknowledge what you've done wrong you keep repeating this behavior, which is why I keep them bringing it up. And then you keep telling me it's a cycle. And it's like, if you just listened and if you just were honest with yourself and, and sort of stepped outside of your own, you know, like mindset on this and viewed it from another perspective, almost like stepping into someone else's shoes, it wouldn't keep being this recurring issue. And I think like, this is an issue that a lot of people have. I see this online a lot. A lot of people are like, my boyfriend keeps doing this or my boyfriend keeps doing that or not even boyfriend, just like, my friends keep treating me this way and I've told them that and then they just like shrug it off and then it happens again. And it's because until someone is genuinely, truly honest with themselves and takes a step out of their own shoes and into the person that is like coming to them with the issue and understands and genuinely like, you know when you can tell when someone's genuinely taken something on and they're genuinely like have understood where you're coming from until that happens there's literally nothing you can do like because they're just going to keep repeating the behavior because they haven't fully acknowledged to the extent that it's affecting you and I also do think that there will be times where no matter how vulnerable you are no matter how honest you are when you go to someone and say look I feel this way or um whatever you're not always gonna win you know and I say win in the sense of like get what you want out of the situation you're not always gonna find the answers that you need or you're not always gonna get that comfort or the consolidation and it is okay to give up sometimes (laughs) like giving up sometimes is necessary you know like I was gonna try and think of some like metaphor about some person who's famous who did one thing and then quit and did another thing but I couldn't think of one but I don't know like there's a lot of people that probably did a job and thought they were going to be good at the job but the job wasn't going anywhere and then they did another job and they realized that that was actually a really good thing for them and then it became their career you know so think about it like that is that if your friends or your boyfriend or your parents or whatever is really treating you like shit, no matter how hard you try, they're still not listening, just sack them off. It's okay to do that at the end of the day. I think as long as you've tried and you know that you've been honest and that you've been genuine in how you feel, that's the hardest bit. If you can do that, you can do anything, my ladies and gentlemen. And I don't know what the gender neutral term for that is. I apologise. But love you guys. Thank you for listening. See you later.